just became a raven. Your art matters. That's what got me here. Hello and welcome to the Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast. I'm Simon and I love One Tree Hill. And I'm Dom and I've seen 117 episodes of One Tree Hill. And tonight's episode for debate is season six, episode 11, We Free, My Echo, My Shadow. I'm Drew Barrymore, and you're listening to The Ravens Podcast with Simon and Dom. So hello and welcome to The Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast, where it is always 10.30 at night, so it's time to grab the snacks from the sweet cupboard, move on upstairs and settle in, as tonight's episode for debate is Season 6, Episode 11, We Free, My Echo, My Shadow, and Me, Dom. We are here, you only have 70 episodes of One Tree Hill to go. How are you, my friend? I'm good. I'm alright, thank you. 70, 70. There's 187 episodes of One Tree Hill and you just said you'd seen 117, didn't you? Yeah. So, 70 to go. That's totally achievable, you know. when we first started this journey and we were looking at years down the road it was looking far away but that is totally achievable nice but yes i'm good i'm very well how are you i'm good i'm a bit hay fevery i know everyone thinks i'm just like bubble boy but (laughs) i'm just constantly sick but i'm not it's hay fever i'm fine it's just allergies i think i'm not sure if it's called hay fever abroad i'm not is that like i think in other places it's just called allergies isn't it uh i think in america they probably say allergies but i don't know i don't know about the rest of the world let us know what do you call hay fever and if you don't call hay fever anything make up a word for it give it a name and then and then tell us what that name is oh speaking of names i i've been so busy this week i i haven't and i was just listening back to some of our episode um last week's episode i was just checking like the sound because i'm using new computer i was just checking that like the levels and everything was right and i ended up enjoying it and i listened to like the first 20 <laughs> minutes while walking around sainsbury's and doing the shopping and i saw leon as i do every day what a there's leon well yeah and we were talking about the sweat towel collectors uh patreon level and i haven't put it on i haven't uh, but i'm gonna do it tonight after the watch along we're trialing we're experimenting with the new earlier watch along time 10 30 uk time we're gonna see how that goes and tonight we've got a big episode ahead of us to discuss a fan favorite in the way that everybody hates it <laughs> i was actually and Dom, really you you hated it more than anyone. I mean, well, on just, yeah, I was I was really nervous about um, tonight, to be honest, because because Crystal was joining us, so we'll have Crystal, our Raven, joining us in about you know thirty five minutes or so, and she's so nice and sweet. So nice. You can so guarantee sweet. that this is a favorite of hers. That she likes this episode. That she chose it for a reason. Um, and I'm. I, I, I kind of want to shit on it now so that when Crystal gets here, it's like, just, just let, let's just let Crystal talk and we don't have to upset her. <laughs> uh, 
That's fair. I, I mean, firstly, if you're not involved on the Patreon, ravenshoops.net, obviously we'll get to our catchphrases around that later. But you really should be just to be able to watch Dom's watch along back. Just to watch Dom watching it is a treat. Just to see his face in the top right-hand corner, <laughs> just taking it all in. So like I, like I did on the last episode of the podcast, in case you are not watching along with us, this is the episode in season six that was written by Chad Michael Murray that's set in the 40s? And is inspired from him watching Casablanca and then he goes into a dream sequence and all of the One Tree Hill characters are in his dream vision, whatever you want to call it, playing these various different characters. And it's pointless. It is absolutely <laughs> pointless. If you didn't watch this episode... You and just went to the next one. Besides the last five seconds, there is not a single piece of information that would change your viewing experience of the show. Uh, spot on. You took all the words right from me, except for one word, which is filler. This is absolute padding out filler like you've never seen before. And you're exactly spot on again. Like the, the beginning two minutes and the last two minutes was all you needed. The rest of it, like who one, fine. Let Chad Michael Murray write an episode. Two, why does it have to be completely random, completely out of line with anything to do with this season? And three, it felt like fan fiction. This was like fan yeah. fiction kind of writing, and it was fucking awful. I absolutely hated this episode, and I'm not afraid to say that right off the bat. Getting straight in there. <laughs> yeah. Before Crystal arrives and gets upset with us for, for crapping all over an episode that I think she inevitably loves. I fucking hated it, mate. <laughs> this was fucking awful. And okay. the eye rolling. Yeah, get to the watch along. Watch me rolling my eyes. Watch. I got a message from Maureen during the watch along, right? And it was a picture of me. She sent me a picture of myself. And it was actually like midway through eye rolling. <laughs> and I was just like, shoot me now. And then that got shared on our Discord. You know, hit up Simon if you want to be in the Discord, that sort of thing. But it was just, oh, Simon, I hated it. <laughs> it it's really bad. I mean, I, I can say full heartedly that this is my least favorite episode of the entire show, easily. Ever, it's ever, not like, li this is it. Like, so, topsy turvy episode. I really like has, that episode. Has more meaning than than this piece of shit. Well, yeah, I like, of course, because in Topsy Turvy, we and again for anyone that's new around here, Topsy Turvy is the episode in season two where Nathan is in a coma or unconscious after his car accident, and then he dreams what it would be like if him and Lucas had switched places and and what that'd be like. Now that was meaningful mm. because it was giving him the perspective lucas's perspective right and and so giving making him more well-rounded as a person or, or or it was just fun to see those characters in different roles like keith was having the affair with karen right and dan was not antagonistic he was kind of 
you know, like, like weak, so to speak. And it, it was, there was a lot about it and Deb's den and, oh man, oh Dom, I got, I got so excited because on eBay, on American eBay, <laughs> and that's the trick. I'm not talking about eBay.co.uk. Fuck that shit. I'm talking eBay.com. <laughs> I have an American account um, to, and then I have set, um, what's it called? Like triggers. Alerts. So it, yeah, alerts that I get them every single day for different phrases of things together. And so things like, you know, mighty ducks, screen worn jerseys, props, whatever, whatever, whatever. And I have them set up for one tree hill for, for, you know, any props or screen worn items, but specifically for Deb's den, because that hoodie that I have, the reason that we're getting it signed is because I got it in a small because that was, you, you know, it's probably only like, I don't know, 80 of them made, right? And so hard to come by. One came up two days ago on eBay, Deb's Den, and it and it was, night, you know, the exact same, but it was a zip-up. So they oh. did zip-up ones and they did, uh, what would you call it? Just a regular Pullover. hoodie. Pullover, yes. Thank you, Dom. <laughs> And I was so excited. I was in the garden playing with my son. I was just instantly ignored him and was on my phone like <laughs> any other good parent would be because I could get this. No, I was watching him, peripheral vision, parental peripheral vision. And it's a medium. You can squeeze not, into a medium. I'm not a medium, man. I mean, And so I messaged the guy or woman. I think it was a guy, though. Because I always do my background research of, hey, where did you get this from? You know, are you can, you know, can you get more? You know, what else do you have? You know, that's a, begin the. I've got a lot of things through doing that kind of stuff. And two twos, he knew someone from the show. He got this one. He said that it fits more like a men's large or a women's XL. Now a men's large is probably my actual size. But I wear XL and everything because I like that 90s bag. I don't want nothing skin tight on this skin. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, uh, I made him an offer for it. He accepted it, but he can't take it down because he'd or someone else has already bidded on it. So, yeah, I don't know. And he was being a bit funny about shipping it to the UK. So I kind of just gave up because I was also busy and I thought, oh, it's a medium. But now we're talking about it. I'm thinking maybe I should just get it because even if I, even if it doesn't fit, someone will want it. Like one of our Ravens will want it, right? Yeah. Plus, I mean, he could ship it to Texas and Texas <sighs> could ship it to you. <laughs> I, uh, I thought that. Well, <laughs> let's talk. Let's move on to that for a second. So let's take a, a real moment of thanks and gratitude for Lauren Texas Lauren Lauren I so so grateful she went so above and beyond so I was saying so obviously all of our Wayne the final Wayne order thousands of dollars worth of merchandise because it was gonna we were all gonna get done by customs charges and whatever we sent had them all sent to Lauren and then Lauren sent them all around the world she sent to australia to norway to the uk to other parts of america to all over the place and i said hey lauren do you want to do a shall we zoom and i'll like take you through whatever she's like no just send me the spreadsheet 
So I sent her the spreadsheet and she just just did it all. She just went, got them all packed up, bought all the packaging. She was sending me pictures, like boxed them all up, did all of the customs forms, did everything. I was chasing people for their address and some people were coming back and going, oh, don't worry, Lauren already spoke to me. I've already sorted it. <laughs> what like lauren where were you on the other two audits <laughs> like and yeah she just did it all everything was amazing and paid for it all herself like up front and then i've been i've sent her the money now but i've been collecting the money from people and then sent it over but so generous with her time with her effort it really was like just an above and beyond uh act of kindness and so grateful so lauren thank you so much uh, just what an absolute superstar so kind and so nice and it was so appreciated and i'm sure all the other ravens that have bene- benefited from lauren's goodwill are um very much appreciative as well and simon i need your help then i need your help with, with? a biscuit order on amazon, <laughs> american amazon yeah, I normally I normally get Lex to do it. Okay. Like I ask her to do it, and then I just transfer her the money, and then to use American Amazon. Okay. Well, if we can do the same, that's then. the way. If you yeah, can, yeah, yeah. I'll sort it out. I'll then yeah, yeah, give yeah. you the money, and you give it to Lex, and we'll all square. Sort it out. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Lauren, the biscuits are on their way. I've seen what's in Dom's PayPal now. I know have, he's yeah. got <laughs> he's got biscuit money. Yeah, I've got biscuit money in PayPal. <laughs> Uh, 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 another another thing is I need to take this up with Carolee, but I just I just don't have the heart right now. But a few things were missing from our order. Uh, two things specifically. One was one uh, one of Sarah's hoodies, and then one was one of uh, Rihanna had got a uh, like a shooting top. You know, it's like a like a long sleeve t shirt basically, mm-hmm. and they're missing. So, like, we paid for them, but they're missing. So, I will pick that up with Carolee because, hey, you owe us some items. But uh, in the interim, I had, luckily, how how serendipitous and fortunate is this? As part of my team order, that's, you know, the same, the same stuff. Um, I have a hoodie and a shooting top in the exact right color and right size for both of them so i'm gonna send them those ones from here the only slight issue not an issue i'm hoping they see it as a benefit is that they say coach on them (laughs) so i've said to both of them that they have officially been upgraded to the coach level for the ravens maybe maybe that's a maybe that's a new (laughs) it's a new tier a new tier we've got the the sweats out collectors and coaches and you got to pick which one you're going to be. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, and so you're, you're, and I, I got mixed up yesterday. I said you hadn't got a hoodie, but you do. Your hoodie and jersey is coming, and that's, it's coming to mind. So I'll give it to you in, um, when I see you. But the, um, my hoodie has kernel on it. I realize, like, if I, I did that last minute because I told you I had to add them on. If I could go back, I would have, I would, without telling you, would have put something on yours. I don't, what would we have put on yours? Something Ball that gag. scratch off, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Or something. What do I'm I glad, call you? I'm glad you didn't, because I, I wouldn't have worn it if it said ball gag. 
yeah okay good okay well i'm glad i'm glad <laughs> but yeah so there we go so oh so one other thing i said as a thank you to lauren that so we're doing my cousin Vinny next as our next movie right mm-hmm. and then after that i said to lauren what are some of your favorite movies and we'll pick one and we'll podcast do a, when we do the next movie after my cousin Vinny, we will do one of her favorite movies with her on the podcast i thought that you know it's a nice gesture and she put some movies out there and i knew instantly the first one she said would be perfect for and i told her for two reasons one because i think our audience would enjoy it mm-hmm. it's like a movie that would fit in with our kind of genre so to speak and it will be hilarious to hear your perspective on it oh as God. your disgruntled mid-30s British man self that you are. Oh Can you God. guess? Are you going to say like The Notebook or something like that? Oh, no, but not similar, but go again. Like, Same kind of time period of like, when the movie was made. Like right ballpark sort of thing? or uh, Right ballpark in that I think it would be considered a more female-friendly movie. <laughs> so, or like a romantic comedy. We're in that genre. Ish, yeah. Um, but ish. in the in the early 2000s, I think maybe 2004, 2005. Is it Miss Congeniality? Oh, I thought you were going to say it. No, I think that was like 99 or 2000, wasn't it? Go on, break it to me. Mean Girls. Oh, I've never seen it. <laughs> Oh, amazing. I've, I've never seen it. It gets I think you'll been, be pleasantly surprised. It's been quoted it's Lindsay Lohan, isn't it? It's been quoted yeah. at me a thousand times by various people um over my lifespan and a lot of the time I go, I don't know what you're talking about and they're like, I've mean girls. I like I have I've never seen it. And I've still to this day never seen it. So Oh, it's actually is, really good. It's good. Like I like it. Like it's all right, it's okay, you're gonna pump my gas someday. Is that what this is from? I don't know. Okay. I, I've only seen it like once or twice, maybe. Um, not enough to quote it, but enough to know that it's good. And okay. it w- is better than what... It's kind of like... Um, what's the one that we did with Heath Ledger? 10 Things I Hate About You. Yeah, it's 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 kind of like that, just in the way that it's in that genre... But it's a good film. Yeah. Okay. If you know what I mean. Is it Lindsay Lohan's last good film? Yeah. But it's probably it's her best film. Oh, interesting. Oh, Parent Trap's fire, though. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? Yes. Is that Jamie Lee Curtis? No, that's Freaky, Freaky Friday. Friday. Freaky Friday. With Chad. Oh, is Chad in that? Oh, gosh. Chad Michael Money. He, he plays the love interest, I think. Doesn't God. he? I think so. I, I can't remember. Well, so there's that. So in terms of our recording schedule, we've got this episode. Next week will be One Tree Hill and then My Cousin Vinny, right? And then a few, then three more episodes and then Mean Girls. Well, we've got a couple of spanners in the works. So although we've had a bit of time off, um, we also have... So a couple of weeks coming up that are quite important to us. Birthdays. Do we? 
All right. Yeah. Right. Yes. Are they? So, are they on Wednesday? Yeah. They're both because our Wednesday. birthdays are on the same day every year because they're yeah. exactly two weeks apart. Okay. So oh dear. it's it's a Wednesday this year. Both are our birthdays now. Uh, my birthday week. Uh, I'm okay to record. I got. I'm. I'm happy to. to Why don't we just do it on the do it on the Tuesday? Oh, is that what you're saying? Like, do it on a different day? Yeah. So I I might need to get back to you about that week, and then obviously your birthday week we can decide if we want to change anything. So if if we are if we do end up missing that week for whatever reason, we then ha- the, the the schedule will change. So it might be beneficial to do one tree hill. Until that point, just keep doing One Tree Hill. Just for keep a doing bit. One Tree Hill. Yeah, keep it going, keep the Tree Hill stuff alive, and then we'll bang in a movie episode in July, a, a couple of movies in July, and then because okay. we can do them on a Sunday together. Yeah, if we've got time and space, and then for sure we keep the the flow of Tree Hill going. If we ha- if we do have a two week gap from from Tree Hill in in July, that's what I'm getting at. Okay, or may- maybe, maybe, if you want to, when we do the movie, uh, like My Cousin Vinny, you could come here and we could watch it, have a pizza, and then record it afterwards. Uh, that like sounds as like in a perfect podcasting night to me. You keep threatening it, uh, <laughs> and I just want it to happen so badly. Well, we could. I've, I've, the sofa is on its way. It's a white, <laughs> it's a white sofa, though, Dom. I won't eat near it. Can you can you be no? I well, I don't know if I could trust myself on it. it. But no, it's just it's it's like fabric. It's not even wipeable. But we could be the first to just turn the cushion over and hide. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I like that. No, but it'd be cool, man. Like we can, yeah, we could set up, you know, the mics and whatever, and we could just yeah, watch the film, have a pizza, and then we can podcast it. Sounds good. I'm looking forward to it. Don't be jealous, yeah. y'all. <laughs> I have, uh, I have a, a film I really want to do on the podcast, and I but I want to watch it with you oh, no. because we watched it when we were kids together a lot. But mm-hmm. I want to know it would uh, it would be one that we would laugh at for nostalgia reasons, and I think and hopefully because it would still hold up, which Power is Blank Rangers. Man. <laughs> yeah, Blank Man. Is that Damon Wayans? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Where he's like the superhero, but he's like, and he has like, his glasses is like a fork. Yeah. Like on yeah. the, I loved it. Wow. Do you remember yeah. anything about it? No. I just remember him in a, is it a, like a red and yellow costume? Yeah. Yeah, that's all I can remember. Yeah. It's probably a place in your DVD collection. Hell yeah. <laughs> yep. Well right, okay. So should we should we get should we get back towards the episode? So it's yeah, direct uh, direct yeah, go on. I just I've got notes. I've got notes in this episode. Well, you know we okay. famously don't make notes. I've got notes. <laughs> so <laughs> not many, but I've got them. <laughs> let's let's do it. Let's go through them. Uh so you you were gonna say directed but not directed by Chad, which we thought yeah, it was. I thought it was originally, but it was directed by Joe Devola, who's one of like the main producers. Like he's one of, he's obviously not the show creator, but he's someone. If I 
I believe, if I'm correct in saying this, from like watching interviews and things, he's the guy that came to Mark Schwann and was the guy that said, don't do this as a movie, do it as a TV show. Like it's the guy that believed in, and I think he's been involved in a lot of other things like Dawson's Creek and things. <laughs> I Sorry, it just reminded me. I, you know to an extent i think and some of our listeners know that i am a fan of some of what is very niche not so niche anymore of battle rap battle rap is this whole thing right and they put out some they put out a compilation on instagram the other day and it was people doing lines of i don't know what would you call it it's not a metaphor it's not oh it's a simile right it's a simile where they say people say my coke's so white it does whatever and i heard one the other day it said my coke's so white it watches dawson's creek oh god (laughs) (laughs) wow what a lie it it really made me laugh (laughs) 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 sorry okay uh, <laughs> right <laughs> go on you got notes oh well, Joe Devoto directed it Michael Chad Michael Murray wrote it Michael Chadlington Murray um, yeah. I've got well first of all I've got a question which is where the hell has this episode come from like what inspired this why did we suddenly have a, a random Casablanca episode is there any context or backstory to this episode being created made anything not that i'm aware of other than when i've watched some of the interviews season six they started allowing uh the core like five or whoever to do some directing and writing so you'll see some of the directors like sophia bush directs a couple episodes uh i think maybe one or two each that james lafferty directs an episode I can't remember if Joy does. Maybe she does. But they... And then Paul Johansson, we know, a bit more seriously has done, like, you know, bits of directing and stuff. And I think maybe they were doing this where they've been on the show so long that perhaps they're negotiating it into their contract to try and... It gives more life to their career, doesn't it? And more options that... Or post One Tree Hill, maybe I could direct things or do whatever and James Lafferty was directing episodes of the Royals which was Mark Schwann's next big show that was filming here in the UK that was starring Elizabeth Hurley and then it got cancelled because when um did you just what was that little look because you love Elizabeth Hurley isn't you love Elizabeth Hurley I have no shame in that (laughs) bedazzled is a top 10 film (laughs) And it's not for the film. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I totally agree. <laughs> Shout out Brendan Fraser. I love Brendan Fraser. But yeah, I, I um and then that show got cancelled when the Me Too movement came out and Mark Schwann the shame King Slunt himself. Um yeah. so yeah. I but what I tell you what I do know about it. And what I hope you can take as 
some little bits of saving grace, just little bits, is Matt Sullivan, who I have to, we have to have him back on once you finish the show. He's the set decorator. Um, such a nice guy. Like to consider him a friend at this point. We're going for beers with him, Dom, when we get to Wilmington. Like, and he's going to take us to his prop house. And Ooh, he said nice. we'd leave. And he said we'd leave there with stuff. Um, <laughs> like, and he sent me the po- you know, the mouth posters, and which you can't quite see yet. But yeah, so such a great guy. And he was telling me about how when they did this episode, it was a massive thing to build all of those sets, and it took a lot of work to build the sets. And as much as the episode is trash and meaningless and means nothing the sets were really good mm. the costumes were really good the music was good so i just just remember the people that made those parts happen from, from a production and a production quality point of view yes the episode is is good in that um from that angle but for the point of it in like the one tree hill timeline it's dreadful uh, i honestly see no yeah. point in it and it's like they've gone hey you know chad's gonna write an episode um he's gonna go off and write kind of whatever he wants he probably <laughs> saw casablanca on and thought hey that would be a great idea let's do like a, a 1940s spin on one tree hill uh, and somebody actually went yeah okay let's make it like yeah I just don't know why. I'd really like some more context around why. If someone could get me the why, that would be great. Someone will know. I'm thinking Jenna will know. I'm thinking she'll definitely know. <laughs> she, she seems to know everything. She and Jenna, you know. Uh, and hey, Jenna, stop playing us on double speed, okay? <laughs> stop playing us on double speed. <laughs> That just came out as normal, didn't it? Stop playing us. <laughs> <Yeah. obviously. laughs> no, you play us however you want. But I, I, I seem to remember there being... Mm, no, it can't be. It must be too much. I seem to remember there being... It couldn't have been 600,000, could it? Or 60,000? Maybe it was 60. I, I, I remember Matt saying that this was the most expensive episode of One Tree Hill I think ever made. Because of all of the sets, like it was all built for this one episode. It's yeah. not like they weren't filming on a location. This was built on a soundstage. So when you, uh, yeah, I mean, it sucks that they wasted it on that. I I, I would have thought six hundred thousand would be about right then. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For for like all the stuff that they used, everything that they created, all the. You know, like you said, all the sets, all the costumes, everything. So it does look and like it would be expensive. Right. And someone said in the chat during the, the watch along, apologies, I can't remember who it was to give credit, <laughs> but one of you did. Uh, but Joy wrote all her own music for it and was really like excited about doing that. So I think that's cool. And I liked her Karen's Cafe song. What I'll say, what I didn't like about it, <laughs> I might catch some hate for this, but Stiff as a Board, 
Stiff as a board. Loosen up. Like, uh, she can't dance. Like, I don't know. Like, you sound great. You look great. The costume's great. Loosen up a bit, man. Like, it's like someone put a curtain roll in the back of her dress. <laughs> it's like, uh, loosen up or stand still. Like, have a mic. Yes. Play with the mic. Or something like yes. that, rather than just singing out. Just, just yeah, don't don't move. Just stay right where you are, because everything yeah. else is is pretty, pretty on spot on the spot. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. It's a good song. It is an enjoyable song. I yeah. I wanna I wanna take us right back to the beginning though. So Please. we have Lucas. It's a stormy, stormy night. Gets a phone call from Peyton. They're having a little chat. Hey, I'm still at Trick. Got things to do. You know, got business to run while you're stinking out the house. <laughs> and then um, Lucas says the line. I don't know what. I can't really exactly remember the context. Maybe something to do with the stormy night. Maybe something to do with Casablanca being on. I'm not sure. But he says, "I'm not ready to lose you yet, you knucklehead." Mm-hmm. Which it just absolutely stapled her impending death <laughs> into, <laughs> into into the episode. Here's a death warrant. It <laughs> I is, signed it. it. I'm not really losing yet. Okay, she's dead. And I, I got it from that bit. <laughs> like, it was literally like, she's done for. Right, she's out. And then we're talking about the dove necklace. Where did you get this dove necklace? I've never seen you wear it. Dad got the dove necklace when he was away at sea. Oh, because suddenly there's like a mystery fucking shop that appears in the middle <laughs> of the ocean or whatever canal he's dredging or whatever. And he, he found just, it at the bottom oh, of, the, just, of the sea, the ocean. Fucking ridiculous. What a waste of time. Absolute nonsense. Um, <laughs> and then we head into the dream. So we're still early on. We actually head into him falling asleep. We see a bit of Casablanca on the telly and Humphrey Bogart doing his thing. And then it's like that the amazing sets and it does look amazing. Everybody looks fantastic, you know, really set up well for that 1940s look and feel and theme. And then we get to Lucas, who's in his white jacket. I, I'm surprised they didn't put a little tash on him, to be honest. And he's <laughs> clicking so out of time. It's just horrendous. It's so bad. Like, it, I know there probably isn't any music playing, but they should have given him some sort of playback or something like that so that he could, like, click in time with it because it was, it just made him look like a dick. And he had so many, so many. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He might as well have been coughing. It was so fucking annoying. He had so many moments of doing that. But Squirrel laugh, the little squirrel laugh. <laughs> uh, have you seen um, the movie Us by Jordan Peele? No. Okay. <laughs> oh, you need to watch that. Have you seen Get Out? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like his, that was his first movie. This is like his follow-up. Is it in the same universe, maybe? I don't know if it's like a Tarantino type, you know, same universe thing. It's really good. I, I thought it was really good. Um, it makes you think. But there's a thing in it about clicking off time that it means something when you know the kind of the twist. Oh, we should do that. Because I would love to know what you think about the twist and everything in that. We can give oh, that a go. Can we? This recent, though. It's like four or five years ago as much as i live wearing the hoodie we're not mighty 90s anymore we you know we can do whatever we want that's a fact is this is is this a different one to last night tell the truth yes tell the truth yeah it is 
How many do you have? Two. T- two, yeah. Favorite hoodie? Uh, yeah. How are you feeling about the new Ravens hoodie? I'm looking forward to it. It'll be good to good to see see it in the flesh and have it in my hands. Um, and the jersey will just go in the drawer with the rest. <laughs> <laughs> Would you ever wear it to football one time? The jersey. Yeah, like no. you know, like I wear a basketball jersey to football when it's like bib days. Yeah, because it's orange and it fits. But no, I don't think so. What I should do is is put them on the wall. Should I frame them and Would have you? my own jersey selection on the wall? You could sign it. <laughs> Just you sign it yourself and put it on. Even the one that says Durham one. Yeah, I should oh, get. We'll get. We'll get. Whitey to sign it. Do you know what I was thinking? Yes, we will get him to sign it. When we're finished, like when we've finished One Tree Hill, I wonder if there's some kind of like... Like the thing, I like to have physical media, as you know. If I love a movie, I want the Blu-ray, the DVD, whatever it is. I want to own it and have it tangible. But you can't do that with a podcast. When we're finished, could we like somehow... It'd be like on a USB or something, wouldn't it? You'd put all of the... we download all of the episodes onto a USB and then, like, package it in, like, some sort of commemorative packaging and then we could, like... Our Ravens could could buy it, like, at cost price. We're not looking to make any money here. But, like, it could be, like, you could own the podcast... Uh, own the recordings of the podcast yeah like you can have it's like like having the dvd of it but you'd have it it'd be like have to be on a usb or something but you hate this idea don't you just just brainstorm with me yeah no i like i i like the idea of them having something commemorative and physical uh i'm just not sure anybody wants a usb of our podcast that's on podcast platforms probably forever but what if it's not what if somehow i had i mean i had i had our like financial advisor here today doing our life insurance it's very much on my mind i might not be here (laughs) (laughs) oh god i'm worth so much more money dead (laughs) <laughs> I am alive I tell you that I was almost thinking oh this would be a good thing and I rem- remembered what would need to happen for this to happen <laughs> like okay yeah, this would be this would be great look at how much money would uh, yeah. look at how much money you'd have <laughs> <laughs> enjoy it baby <laughs> the sex the hatch long. becomes a death hatch <laughs> <laughs> he died doing the thing he loved <laughs> me <laughs> You animal. <laughs> don't even know what that joke meant. I don't even know if it made sense. Did it? I don't know. None of them ever do. No. no. Should we do a commemorative plate? Do you think? You know, like like the, like the coronation. A yeah. coronation plate or a jubilee plate. It's just our faces. I'm like holding your face and you're holding mine. I think it would be a beautiful thing. I think we should do something. Like a... Particularly, for, like, it's like a milestone. We did it. And, you know, when we do it, to my knowledge, someone correct me if I'm wrong, we will be the first podcast to podcast all of One Tree Hill one episode at a time. Like, there's been lots of 
One Tree Hill podcast, but not ones that have done it one episode at a time and got through to the end. Because they're not as dedicated as we are. Total Betty were doing two episodes at a time in one podcast episode. And then maybe they did some that were like one-off, one-off. Rivercourt, Lex, I love you, but you you stopped uh, at mid-season three. And she doesn't listen. You can say what you like. <laughs> she does <laughs> listen. Uh, and yeah, so we would be the we would be the first to get there. So I, and yeah, so I. It would be great if we could like a cassette tape, like it's a cassette tape, and it's but it's a USB. Something. It could be um, Red Bedroom Records or something like that, couldn't it? Could have that on Here it. Here we go. Now the cogs are turning. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is, we send them all to Lauren. And Lauren, <laughs> dis- Lauren is officially distribution. Even if most of them are going out to the UK, we still send them over to her. And <laughs> most of them are coming to me. Yeah. I can't believe how, like, how much effort and stuff she's put into it that was just sensational. so much yeah and some of the stuff was like there was some additional stuff i needed for the team like some of the participants have become coaches so i needed extra hoodies yeah. so like the the package that's coming to me was was loads um so yeah do, do like we, you're dare we say she's the best raven at this point yeah <laughs> At season six, well, <laughs> episode eleven, Sarah <laughs> Sarah did get Drew Barrymore to that is true. Shout out our podcast and record it in studio. That's also up there. Do you know? I right. I don't know if this is too two much. Best Ravens. Then <laughs> maybe we make them coaches. I think. Well, Sarah is becoming a coach through this hoodie thing, and then Lauren. I think yes, deserves we'll coach, coach. stayers. Uh, I. I don't know if this is too much. I was because I've got because I'm going to send this hoodie to Sarah. I was considering, and but then I thought, is this maybe this is asking too much? I don't know. I thought we've got the picture of Drew Barrymore holding our picture. Yes. I was thinking, what if next time I see you, I print out that picture, and we take a picture of us holding the picture of her holding the picture. And then send two copies of that to Sarah and ask her to sign it. Because, I mean, that is just insane. <laughs> a picture of us holding a picture of Drew Barrymore holding a picture of us. <laughs> or craft. That get, is insane. We should then get back a picture of Drew Barrymore holding a picture of us holding a picture of Drew Barrymore holding a picture of us. <laughs> yeah. Don't know. I got confused then. <laughs> no, that was right. That was right. Say it again. So we should then receive once we've yeah. sent our, our, all our stuff off and and it's whatever. We should then get a picture. Yeah. Of Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Holding a picture. Of yeah. Us. Yeah. Holding a picture of Drew Barrymore holding a picture yeah. of us. It went over my head again. <laughs> You know, we're you know gonna, what I mean. you know, what we're I mean. gonna take a picture. Drew Barrymore, there's a picture that exists of yes. Drew Barrymore holding a picture of us. We're gonna print that picture, and then you and I are gonna take a picture holding it. Yes, and then we're gonna send that picture to Sarah, 
And then Sarah is going to take a picture of Drew Barrymore holding the new picture of us holding the picture. And now I've lost again. <laughs> You're on the right lines, but yes, that's exactly it. And we should just keep it going for as long as we possibly can. If we get a new one every year, we'll just have... It will It will be like a weird Edvard Munch <laughs> painting, won't it? It'll just be... <laughs> okay, good. Well, if Sarah's at the watch along, shall we pitch this to her? We'll pitch it. I think she's going to say she's busy. (laughs) (laughs) I think she'll say, I have a career. Yeah, don't stop trying to ruin my life. (laughs) But let's talk about making people's lives. Crystal is here. Crystal, can you hear us? Yes, can you hear me? We can. can. Welcome. You sound great. You look great. How's it going? Pretty good. How's it going for you? Not bad at all, thank you. Not bad at all. How have you been? I feel like we haven't seen you for ages. How have you been since season five? Been season five. Um, pretty good to see. Just working Just away, and then I well, and then the last two weeks have been a little crazy. Been traveling a little bit, but now I'm back to normal for a few weeks. So. Well, well, Crystal, can you have you have to tell us because you were not only were you in Wilmington touring the One Tree Hill sites, but you were also there with Kara, a fellow wonderful Raven. So how how was that? That was wonderful. I was really glad that Kara, you know, that me and Kara got to go out and see the filming locations that were like outside of Wilmington. Like I've been there several times, but I've never had that opportunity or chance or the time to go like to the locations that are outside of Wilmington so that was that was really really cool that we got to go out there and do that together you know like that's very cool did you did you see anything are there any places that you can share that I know about that you went to see in particular yeah I'm pretty sure you can know about all of them I think well no there's one (laughs) That you can't, but immediately, uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we saw where the in season four finale, the bridge where the limo went over. We saw that bridge, nice. And um, we saw the latent spot, you know, where her car breaks down in, in the pilot. And then we saw the uh, the gas station where Q gets um killed murdered wait crystal not just q roy was there too roy was dead as well okay let's not forget roy Roy. justice for yes i was just about to mention roy because um chuck reminded me of of that so (laughs) yeah rest in peace to roy as well Mm -hmm. Good, good on you well that sounds like you had an amazing time and saw some great things do they do they still look like how they do in the episodes? Like, what could you stand there and go, like, yes, I can absolutely see we're in that shot, you know, at, at the beginning of season one kind of thing. Yeah, I think so. I think they look pretty similar still. Nice. And and then Crystal, I also saw that you went to what was it like a premiere of season two or something of Everyone's Doing Great with James Lafferty and. Stephen Coletti. Yeah, 
that was this past weekend in Austin, how was that? Texas. That was wonderful as well. <laughs> um, we got to see the first episode of the new season. And then afterwards, they took pictures with everybody and and they did autographs. And they also did like a little quick little panel, like a Q&A kind of thing. So that was very neat. I went to the very you- the first the first time they premiered there at at um, the ATX festival. It's like a television festival. So yeah. You're just living the dream. Yeah. Stop living my life, Crystal. Let <laughs> me get. Let me have a go, please. <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm very blessed, but it's just me, you know. Just I. I'm, I'm single. Don't have any kids, so I can, you know, just go off. I just have a job that gets in the way sometimes, but that's about it. <laughs> I know that feeling, the the job thing. <laughs> Bloody work. Well, I Crystal, know. we have a really important question that's really going to determine how the rest <laughs> of this podcast episode goes. Uh, and I have to tell you, Crystal, we I've I've been so nervous about recording this episode because, <laughs> uh, and I said it at the beginning, and when you listen back, you'll hear me say it, but. We both, Simon and I both agree that you're very sweet, a lovely, kind person. We love you. And we think you're great. But we're so worried that we're going to upset you because we think you're going to love this episode. I personally think you're going to love this episode. And the reason you picked this episode is because it's like up there for you. And this is one that you <laughs> love. So, so the, the question is, is... Is this is this your episode? Is this is this the be all and end all of Andre Hill for for Crystal? <laughs> well, I wouldn't say it's my favorite episode, but uh, I've I've been very nervous to record this podcast as well because I know what people say about this episode, but I I don't think it's that bad. I I like it. It's it's not. I mean, it's definitely not the best episode. It's I don't think it's the worst episode. Is I mean, it's, it's. It, I mean, well, it's not the. Uh, it's not that it's not the worst, but I'm just saying this. I. It's not that bad. All, well, all I'll ask then, Crystal, is that you don't listen to the first thirty-five minutes of this podcast when it gets released. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I watched I the. I watched the. I unfortunately missed last week, the watch along, but um, I did watch it today this morning and. <laughs> I already know, you know, what has been said, <laughs> but, but yeah, that's okay. I, 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 I'm cool with it. I respect everyone's opinion. Yeah. I, I think this is actually really good. I think it's really good that you like it so that we can get all the perspectives because that's what it's about. And also we love when somebody loves something i mean that's what this is all about i mean i dom would never naturally love one tree hill but he he loves that i love it and so it's trying to show him why i love something and it's the same way where you know if he loves a movie or something then i can try and see it through his eyes why he loves it and vice versa and all round so we just love when people love things and we're not about hating on anyone's love for something. So not at all. It also just makes for fun debate, you know, and something we've said already, because we haven't spoken too much about the actual episodes. We're sort of saving it for when you're here. 
Uh, but what we have said is the the production, the costume design, the the sets, like how it's all been done, is really good and really high quality, and it looks really good. The music's really good. Joy sounds great. Her singing, and obviously it was pre-recorded, but it sounds really good. I think it's more just the writing of why. The big question is why. You know, Backstreet Boys, tell me why. That's what That's what we want to know. Maybe maybe Crystal's the perfect person to ask this question because Crystal knows everything and we know Crystal knows everything as well. As much as, you know, Jenna definitely knows everything, Crystal was going to know as well. So, Crystal, I wanted to know, like, they've let Chad write an episode and Chad has written an episode possibly inspired by Casablanca as it's featured in the episode. <laughs> But why did he write this episode like this? Why didn't he just continue the storylines from the main, from the series, you know, as a continuation of, you know, the plots that we have going on? Why this kind of break in the cycle? Any ideas? Maybe because he was only going to write this one episode and they didn't want him necessarily messing with their storylines that they've already, you know, had in the works. Yeah, like a self-contained episode. That's a really interesting kind of view on it, actually. Like, it makes sense. Let's let Chad have his fun. We'll make it, but he can't affect or ruin <laughs> yeah. anything that's coming up. We're just it can't ruin. mean anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It can't have any impact on, on anything. And I wonder if the beginning and end, like if the end of the episode was um, like the way that's formulated was was then planned, like th that was always going to happen. Mm. So they needed like to let him know kind of where it needed to go. Interesting. Really interesting sort of theory there. I like that. And, and I'm, the I'm assuming, sorry to interrupt, Simon, I'm assuming Chad doesn't write any others then, which surprises me. Or, think. It, or it's just this one may not have been well received <laughs> but yeah, that. Uh, but i think when they when they get the clearance to do a new season of a show they usually have written what the over overarching arcs are going to be for each character that okay around this part of the season this is going to happen we're going to have this character do this and this will be the story so they kind of know what the structure of the season is going to be uh, and then they write the individual episodes. And so I imagine that that was just, yeah, already like, okay, we need to put this in here that it's going to end with Peyton having whatever it is that's happening. Mm. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Take us I through your notes, Dom. Continue through your notes. Dom well, has notes. I I had pretty much finished my notes. So I'll go back through them for Crystal so Crystal gets to hear them. So I said that Lucas um, says to Peyton right at the beginning of the episode when he's on the phone to her, says, not ready to lose you yet, you knucklehead. And then she calls him a knucklehead and so on and so forth. And that's kind of like a precursor to the end. Like this is something bad's going to happen, something unexpected. I think he was giving that away. Um, the, 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 the dove necklace that came from sea, just impossible in my eyes. I don't know where he would have stopped to, to pick that up. Um, Lucas clicking out of time when we first see him in the in the club. 
uh, Owen as the cop. Just like he just Owen like was a good cop, but he just won't go away, will he? So this that just says to me he's contracted till the end of season six. So he's just going to keep appearing until season six is over. And I actually wrote, I don't know if you'll be able to see this. Maybe if I darken my phone a bit. Um, can you see when does FFC come back in the middle there? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When does FFC come back? When's when's he going to return? Because Owen has come back more times than I care to mention. Then we've got Peyton walking with Lucas and she's like, I need freedom, I need love. And then she starts spinning around like a lunatic on the bridge. <laughs> and uh, then my last note is, uh, I have a new name for the episode. I wanted to say it before Crystal arrived, um, but I've retitled it Casa Wanker. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, that's it. They're my notes. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you for that and for your rebranding. Um, this. Okay, so if should we let's go kind of character by character to set to set it up. Um, Lucas owns a bar that used to be Karen's cafe, or is Karen's cafe, but his mom used to run it. And surprise, surprise, in the episode that he wrote. His character is just has women throwing themselves at him left, right, and center. Again. <laughs> um, oh dear. Yeah, Brooks all over him for this the whole episode. Like, you sure you don't want to come back to mine, or I'll go to yours, or we end up together, and like we've had our time, we've been together. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm sure. And then it's just she just keeps doing it, and then Peyton, and then. Yeah, but to stay on Brooke, or you know Sophia Bush, would you write that dialogue for your ex-wife? Yeah, I mean, awkward, isn't it? Crystal, I, hadn't thought that. I mean, is that not pushing the line a little bit? Yeah, that was weird. I didn't. Um, I mean, he just had to throw in there that they had had something in the in the past, you know, like because at first she hits on him, and of course. He's like, oh no, Karen's cafe is all the lady I need, and then, um, and then he could have just left it there, you know. But then he also like, but then they meet up, they talk again, and he's like, oh, those were nice days that we had. Like he just had to throw that in there, like you know, yeah, that that was that was weird. That was not good. Like kind of, um, I don't know what the word is. Unnecessary, really awkward. <laughs> Gringy, gringy, like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. I I didn't like um, skills being the piano player. It felt really like tropey, stereotypically like racist. Really, as as soon as I saw him at the piano, I was like, "This is just pigeonholing, isn't it?" It's just yeah. It's, he's yeah, and it felt really, really awkward. And it, his fake piano playing was also awful. But yeah, was, why didn't <laughs> yeah. they just stick Haley behind the piano? She could dance. She could have just there sat behind the piano. There we go. She can actually play the fucking thing. Elton John it up. Yeah. <laughs> I. I. It just is also. I don't watch Bridgerton. F loves it. She's obsessed with it. Crystal, do you watch it? I started it, and, and I got. I haven't finished it, but yeah. 
it's it's interesting for sure. <laughs> Dom, you don't, you haven't. I've I've never no. I know the premise, but I mean, kind of background, but I've I've never watched it. Uh, as far I haven't seen seen it. I've just seen bits when I walk in through the living room or whatever. But I, I from what I know of it, it's like a period drama, but it's set in a time where like they've just sort of taken racism out of it. Um, and it's wonderful, like amazing because I get it. If you're telling like a true story, uh, saving, saving private Ryan or, you know, uh, uh, exploitation film or something about slavery or something, you know, these horrible real life situations, then yes, it needs to be played to honor the, sadness that happened if you're having like a dream sequence or something that's completely fictitious then you don't need to put them horrible elements in it and i'm not saying that it was like written like horribly but it was just kind of like subtle and it just i don't know it's like make make skills i don't know like i don't know whose character is all ridiculous but make him someone else like don't make him that guy that could have been mouth at the piano because he was the dj at one point right i I don't know yeah just make him like the bar manager or make you know he owns something i don't know he does something else i just want to say just this is totally off topic kind of off topic i I know it is basically fully off topic but (laughs) at time of recording it is june the 6th and you just mentioned Saving Private Ryan, and this episode is set in the 40s, mm-hmm. and it is, uh, today is the 79th anniversary of the D-Day landings. Oh, I wow. just thought I'd th- throw that in there. There you go. Please continue. <laughs> and if anyone's interested in Saving Private Ryan, it was the second movie we ever covered, so if you scroll back through the timeline feed there, it will be there somewhere. <laughs> Three hours... If you're not interested Private in Ryan. it, you should be interested in it. It's a great film. <laughs> Crystal, have you seen Saving Private Ryan? I haven't. Don't do the watch along tonight. Get on Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Vin Diesel's in it. He is. Okay, I'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. His first so, ever film, we found out the other day via Instagram. Mm. So there you go. Okay, um, what what did you think, Crystal, of Joy's Karen's Cafe song? I love the song. Uh, it was definitely long, though. It's like they were just trying to make it as long as they could. Yeah, it was long. We we both really enjoyed it also. We thought it was really good. Her voice sounded really good. I think we also had the gap in the middle, didn't we? Because we have... Um... Dan uh, starting the fight or getting Julian to start the fight. He breaks a bottle. He breaks a bottle like immediately. He's like, yo, I'm going to jab this in your neck, Lucas. You know, it's just, it was a bit out of nowhere. <laughs> well, he, 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 it's like in Happy Gilmore, you know, when he's just like smashes the bottle and he's like, what are you doing? It's like, I'm just looking for the other half of this bottle. <laughs> but when he smashes it, he just sort of holds it very, you know, like West Side Boys, just yeah, yeah very theater like very yeah it, I, at no point did i think he was just gonna start you know jabbing him with it but <laughs> julian i it's a whole okay so julian is dan's like heavy his goon so to speak 
Dan with his little tiny moustache is playing like an Italian mobster kind of stereotype. He at one point he's eating like just <laughs> like bread and spaghetti oh. at a table for one. He's yeah. in the middle of a warehouse. Yeah, which is just like you know when you see scenes like that, you think they've just cut this straight out of like the worst gangster films, which this this kind of thing happens where it's just a random mob boss eating spaghetti in a random location with a random bottle of wine that's in that kind of like it looks like hay doesn't it in that weird sort of wicker netting and it's just dreadful it was so bad (laughs) it's just like we talk about like racial stereotypes look at that one (laughs) yeah yeah it's also and, and it's the it looks like it's from a scene from the fake movie in home alone yeah. I'm going to give you the, the counter 10 to get you lying. You know what I'm talking about. Crystal, what I say, give us some other perspectives here. What did you think of Dan's little moustache? Like, what did you think of all of this? Um, I don't know. Like, What what about really, Dan's character in general? Like, what did you think of him as a as the villain? I guess, which we love him as. He's so general. bad. Like, yeah, he's really bad. I can't believe he like they actually put that in there. Like, he was like beating women and. Yeah, I'm, he's just yeah. He hits Peyton at one point, doesn't he? I thought he was going to hit Brooke at one point as well, but um, he did. Uh, he turns. He turns to Julian and Julian's like, shall I rough her up? <laughs> I yeah. was quite, it's like, that came out of nowhere. And he, he did um, hit Brooke. Too. Did he? Oh, does he hit her? When did he hit her? Whenever uh, she pulls the gun on him instead of Lucas. Yeah. Uh, yes, you're right. Yes. So he's just, yeah, just an abuser. Kisses Haley with like an unwanted advance. And Crystal, do you know, did Paul and Joy ever, like, date in real life or anything? There were rumors, for sure. But, of course, they were never confirmed. They do have a really good friendship. But I... But there were rumors. I would think that maybe something happened. Two good-looking people. Do you think that Dan's club was called the Comic Club because the book was a failure, so the club was a failure? <laughs> oh. No? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I, don't, I think that might be giving the writing too much credit. I don't... <laughs> Fuck you, Chad. <laughs> Though, shout out, to the, shout out to Chuck with his... Uh, with the, the domit. The, the domit, yeah. <laughs> my favourite bit about that, I put it on my Instagram if any and it's in the Discord if anyone wants to know, but he photoshopped the front the front cover of the comet and made it the domit and written by me because I'd said in our hi- hiatus episode that I was writing a chapter of a book about Dom. And my favourite bit was at the bottom it said from from the writer of give me some room (laughs) (laughs) perfect so good good job chuck (coughs) okay well 
I don't even know what else to say. Mouth is like a drunk reporter talking about other people's wives and drowns at the end. It says he does the... It's kind of implied that he does like the gossip columns and he kind of makes things up as a reporter or is involved in tabloid nonsense sort of things but he wants to be a serious journalist and you know which way do i live and it like he gets a bit confused and um yeah i I wasn't really sure what was going on with mouth's character he has that kind of like important part in that he's in that kind of rubbish pile isn't he and overhears (laughs) conversations that he shouldn't hear because he's a like a drunk mess um but then suddenly is (laughs) Standing in a bucket of cement, <laughs> ready to be pushed <laughs> off the bridge, which you know, it's that's a shame that didn't carry forward. If anything, <laughs> it's more the sentence you just said, and we think about the writing. He was in a pile of rubbish and overheard <laughs> something. Like what? That's not how that okay. should be. There's I no mean, cause and effect. He's fallen down. He's, you know, in a pile of rubbish and he's then overheard Dan spilling his guts about, you know, his plans and with Brooke. And who killed Keith? Basically, oh, this is a, this so. is three seventeen, isn't it? This episode should be three seventeen. <laughs> if we think if we think about it, if we really think about it. Because it's like post Keith's death. I I do you know I don't know if and Crystal I'm trying to think that you can help me confirm or deny this but is this might be the last time they do this I don't know if they ever do non real world anymore and maybe this was why I wonder how this was like re- received at the time but Crystal can you think of any examples without saying what they are of course of any times beyond this episode all the way to the end of the show where they go outside of the realms of reality again. (laughs) Mm. Yeah, well, not like, not that bad, not as bad as this episode, but... mm. I can't think of any. Do we get a ghost popping up, like a dead Keith reappears? Maybe. But I don't think there's like, like a full episode based on a dream or a when, coma or anything. When Peyton dies, Lucas sees her in a vision, that kind of thing. I, I, I know you really think that one of the main five would be killed off. I'm worried about their longevity now. I'm genuinely concerned about the the Niner effect. I I'm starting to think that one of them isn't a Niner, but maybe even both of them, Peyton and Lucas. I mean, I'm now genuinely concerned that she's gonna die. <laughs> but so it, it's one of two things. She's either reacting to a, an illness, and she's like severely ill, or she's reacting to a, a pregnancy that's making her ill. She didn't know she was pregnant. And you're both looking at me as if I'm an idiot. So I'm not <laughs> sure now. 
I'm just terrified. Maybe, <laughs> Maybe she, she just, just got a cramp and fell yeah. over. <laughs> Maybe she just got wind, Dom. Yeah, okay. she seems to be on fart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Um, my mouth's dead, right? He spits in well, Dan's yeah. face. Yeah, he's um, gone. He's gone to go and collect the hat. Did Owen have anything more than... Oh, no, he gets beaten up at one point, doesn't he? But he doesn't Which have r- any lines then, does he? <laughs> no. Just gets beaten up. They, what, would be, what would have been interesting, right, is if they'd shown mouth sink to the bottom and then you just see, like, a couple of skeletons in buckets next to him or, like... <laughs> like Keith's there, or Owen's there, maybe a few others. Karen's in there. Mm-hmm. Peyton's mum is in there. She gets mentioned a few times as Dan's love interest. Oh, God. It's just they're all in there. Anyone who wasn't in the episode, Millicent, she wasn't in the episode. She's in there. Oh, yeah. She wasn't in it. Yeah. Anyone else? Fuck it. Chuck Peyton in there as well. Get rid of the body. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. Crystal, I'll I'm stop. Sorry, that. Crystal, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I don't expect anything else. <laughs> I feel really bad. I feel really bad. No, oh. it's okay. No. Crystal, tell us, tell us what's on your notes. You've got notes in front of you. What's the good things about this episode? Try. You've got to. You're going to have a lot of convincing at the end of this to to push up my rating. I have no doubt. So let's 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 go with what you've got. What you're thinking is uh, what's decent about this episode. Okay. Well, let's see. Uh, I just like I like how like they actually did portray things that have happened in the past, like in the past seasons. Like number one, like Naily, like how their like romance just like just spend over like an evening like they didn't even know each other and all of a sudden they're like um like they're they fallen in love you know and like it just happened so fast like it's how and that's how their romance was in in season one like all of us like all of a sudden by the end of season one they were married you know like i just liked how they they had that in this episode like you know and of course it was with different elements like in the 40s like you know nathan going off to war and stuff like that um, I liked how they portrayed like Brooke Davis, like that that little scene where she calls a taxi and then um, she finds out she doesn't have enough for it, but then um, she she says she's gonna walk and she gives all her coins that she has left over. She she gives them to to a homeless guy. Like that was really nice of how like um, they portray her that she does have a good heart because. Um, you know she's she's taking care of she's taking care of kids that that don't have homes and in like I'm just saying not in this not in the forties but like in the in in the in season five and season six she's taking care of kids that don't have that need help you know what I mean I like that um, so so do you think with the with the Brooke element sorry to to interrupt with the Brooke element are they because they show her as a bit of a like a bit of a bad girl she's obviously borrowed money from Dan kind of like a loan shark kind of environment and she has to do some bad things to be able to pay him off or whatever and she hasn't got the money and she's you know done whatever with it are we are we uh, are they showing us the the coin to the to the guy on the street thing and and not being able to take the taxi because she hasn't got money are they showing us that because they want us to still know 
that Brooke has this has this good heart and she is good inside, even though she does do bad things or, or things that aren't sensible. Because we kind of get that throughout all of One Tree Hill. So she kind of always does things that are a bit on the edgy side or things that she shouldn't do, a bit on the bitchy side. Or we tend not to like her for like f- five or six episodes. And then she shows her good nature. And do you think they kind of captured that in that one moment of this episode? Yeah, I think so. That I never thought about it like that. Yeah, I think they did. Nice. What do you think, Simon? Yeah, I agree. And, and I like what you said, Crystal, about Nathan and Haley. And it's like they're destined to be together regardless of what universe they're in. It's like nothing can keep them apart. I'm just like everything that's happened in this episode I'm now thinking is potentially reflective of what's to come so him going off to war is him going off to play basketball and we're not going to see him for a while because he's going off to to join a team that's further away or far away or whatever yeah this is all I can I'm now I'm now only thinking like watching this during the watch along watching this earlier on at home I'm thinking just why am I watching this again but (laughs) now Crystal's here Things are becoming crystal, crystal clear. clear. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm now starting to think because I mentioned that he he gets that he'll get a team. I think on the last episode of the one before, I said I still think that he's going to push for basketball after he spoke to Q, like in his head or whatever. There's still this push and this drive for him to play basketball and and to achieve that. And I think him kind of going off to war is him going off to battle his own demons kind of thing and prove that he can do it and he'll come back to Haley in one piece so that's my interpretation of their story in this episode you're welcome <laughs> okay we'll see we'll see we'll see <laughs> I hate that nobody can say anything it's so annoying I have all these things that I say that are 80% nonsense and you're just like okay <laughs> After 117 th- episodes, Simon, I'm still not fucking used to it. <laughs> I think I, th- I think if we were to do this again, like when we or when we do this again for a different show, what I would do is I think I'd keep a spreadsheet of what you like, what your predictions are for each episode, and then yeah. can at the end of the next episode i'll read back what your previous predictions were and so then we can see if they were true or not because i think that's kind of a missed opportunity because you do say a lot of great stuff and sometimes it hits bang on and sometimes it obviously it, it can be wildly wrong but it's great we don't really reflect upon it enough to either give you your credit or to like you know be like oh well you know you thought the opposite or whatever so i think and we can't really do it now because you're You've predicted things from years ago. Apart from when we look back at the first ever episode, it'll be so interesting to see how <laughs> close you were. Because I was getting you to predict stuff in the pilot. Um, but yeah, so if we do Lost next, I'm gonna get your predict. I'm gonna document them as we go. <laughs> well, Crystal, what else do you have? These are great notes. Um. Well, just. Basically, like Mouth was still in the journalism field and dance still evil. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't think I have very much left. 
Um, well, speak, speaking of Dan being evil, it's actually interesting when you think about it now because he's not really evil anymore, right? Like in the context of the show, he's bad grandpa, um, but he's kind of reformed in a way in that he he's not trying to create any drama really is he is just wants to spend time with his grandson he wants to be involved with nathan but he's not like you know season one two three the first four seasons of one tree hill he was incredibly antagonistic you know but but this this is how lucas sees him though isn't it lucas Mm. sees him as evil lucas doesn't trust him lucas hates julian and julian was evil Uh, yeah yeah, yeah. all all the all the elements that that lucas doesn't trust and doesn't like and hasn't got used to and sort of come around to you know because everybody's kind of coming around the idea of dan picks up jamie from school and you know he's got and lucas just outright refuses to acknowledge it and and be part of that um so it makes sense that he was really evil i I, i'm really giving this more credit than I, i thought i would um uh, so that that really does make sense, and and Julian being the sidekick, kind of gonna s- smash a bottle and you know jab you with it, or um, push you in a river, or you know yeah. shall yeah. I shall I rough her up kind of person makes sense, doesn't it? Because he doesn't really doesn't like him as well, and it gives it gives him the opportunity to have him as a villain in his fantasy. It's true, yeah, that's right. I didn't really think of it like that. And I think you said something similar in like the Topsy Turvy episode when we questioned something like that, and you're like, "Yeah, remember it's this is Nathan's perspective." So, yeah, good call, good call. <laughs> uh, it's a shame there was no Deb. Deb would have been fun to have had in here. Oh, she like funny enough, like I know they're always credited, but I saw today I paid attention to the credits and she was credited, and I thought, "Oh, I don't remember seeing her though." And for whatever reason, I had it in my head that. They wouldn't have put her name up if she wasn't in the episode, but obviously because she's a long-running character and so on and so forth, she's going to be in the credits, in the titles. But yeah, it's a shame that she didn't pop up at any point and kind of... I think she would have stolen the show, though. (laughs) Well, it's a shame they didn't do Deb's Den. They could have done Deb's Den in the 40s and brought that reference back. Oh, but I guess... Then you could argue, but how would Lucas know that? Because that yeah. was Nathan's dream. He's in everybody's head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. What else? What else can we say before we get to judgments? Anyone that we haven't mentioned that you want to give some airtime to, Crystal? Mm, no, I don't think so. I have. Um... I appreciated like uh, mouse co- comedy, um, like when he calls someone a floozy. I think that's a funny word. I laughed. <laughs> I like mm. that word too. Wasn't it floozy. someone's wife? Wasn't he like this person's wife's a floozy? Yeah, <laughs> everyone knows it except Mike or whatever the guy's <laughs> name was. Well, it's actually understand. Jim. 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 So it's a reference to Jimmy. Was do you think it was a reference to Jimmy? What? What? Because I was gonna, I was gonna say like, if it's a dream, you would have thought that someone like Jimmy could be in it, because it's all people that he knows. Like Q could have been in it. All the dead people could have been in it. Do you know what I mean? But so even in this universe, Mouth is a terrible friend to Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh my God! You see, that's why I like it because <laughs> they <laughs> they portray things from the real One Tree Hill <laughs> season. He speaks. Was he at that table with Fergie and Junk? Who? Mouth at the beginning when he's at the table, like talking, like was Junk and Fer- was it Junk and Fergie there? Uh, that's that's what I'm. I'm not sure. I was it. I don't think it was. Was it Crystal? No, I don't think I it don't was. Know. I think they would have. I think they would have made more of a thing about it if it was. Yeah, because why weren't they in the episode? Unless one of them was playing the trumpet or something like that. No, in I don't think so. Why didn't they? Why weren't they in it then? Sometimes I think they do this on budget budgetary things of that. Like paying for an entire set and old cars and all sorts is is okay, but having your two regular extras are actually named characters is too much, is it? I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Okay. Well, anything we've missed, we will hit on in our judgments. But before we get there, if you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, and how could you not? Check us out support ravenshoops.net why dom because basketballs go through hoops but crystal they also go through nets ravenshoops.net i really want to know how organically that came up <laughs> like i think that we just made that i just made that up one day right to get i was trying to get you to say it Anyway, we'll find out one day <laughs> on a re-listen if we ever listen back. <sighs> Let's go into Judgment Land. Crystal, who was your favorite performer of this episode? I'm really stuck between Chad and Paul. I'm going to go with Chad, probably. Chad, Michael, Money. Money. Dom? Hey. Um, I found this really difficult and I've got to be honest my notes so I've got background performer a favourite line and a favourite song but favourite performer and character I have blank I just couldn't choose it was just too hard because no one stood out as particularly good however Bethany Joy Lenz did pretty well except for the solid dancing and not being <laughs> able to you know move and be flexible so i'm gonna give it to bethany joy lens um i think she was a bit better than the rest what about you simon <laughs> silence <laughs> is golden isn't it <laughs> it's the most quiet i've ever been in my life uh yeah. it's difficult i think i'm gonna go with Hilary Burton for she looked in pain at the end. It was like believable pain. Or the so. last two minutes. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> Why is that funny? Just, just, I didn't want her to be in pain. No, not... no, it's just it's just funny. Sorry, please continue. Oh god, he's broken. He's broken. Crystal, who's your favorite character of the episode? Um, I would say probably Brooke, just because she's my favorite. It's, I mean, I agree with you. It's hard. 
for sure. Picking characters and performers. Yeah. Dom, favorite character? Um. Finding it really difficult. I'm sorry. I'm I'm gonna double up. I'll go with like Haley and Nathan, but I'll pick Haley. Give her some credit in the shit episode. Oh God. Go on. And you, mate, favorite character? I'm go with Mouth. Not be- <laughs> not because he's dead, but because I I I I like those moments of where it's like, which way was I going? That way. Okay. I. I like Lee Norris. I don't. I think sometimes it's that. I like Mouth because I like Lee Norris. So I'm gonna say Mouth. It's one thing I didn't like about that moment is he doesn't know what way he's going. He says which way was he going? And Lucas turns him and points him and says that way. And then he turns around again and says thanks. He should have just gone thanks, Luke, and walks off. But then he's like shouting at him and falls into that pile of dirt or whatever. So. <sighs> The trash pile, yeah. Yeah. Um, Crystal, who is your favourite background performer? One line or less. I'm going to go with the, like, when it, the 40s episode starts and, like, this, Lucas is, like, walking and this girl, like, wants to dance with him or something and I'm going to go with that girl. Nice. Good choice. Good choice. I'll uh And you Dom? I'll uh I'll go with so you know when uh the drunk guy is uh, harassing Haley at the bar and Nathan grabs him and slams him into the <laughs> He had a visitor behind you and slams him into oh, she's still there. We're just waving. Sorry. Sorry, right. right, F <laughs> just recording a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, so drunk guy Sorry, gets slammed Crystal. into the bar as as the, the drunk guy is slammed into the bar um there's a guy in a dark gray like silky shirt with a nice little bow tie on that's working behind the bar and he turns and looks and just accepts this guy getting slammed into the bar by nathan and carries on working so i picked that guy <laughs> although the favorite background performer of this episode of the podcast is your wife walking into the room just then. <laughs> <laughs> and who is yours mate uh wait so are we saying the guy that got slammed into the bar is more than one line even though that like because he didn't take a breath he kept talking as Haley was talking and then got his face slammed into the bar i think it was few it's enough words to be okay. one line but if not, I will take the guy that stood behind him. That, like you were saying, the guy in the bar. There was a guy just in the crowd that stood behind him that watched it happen and then just <laughs> got went back on about his night. So, nice. okay, Crystal, your favorite line of the episode. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Brooke Davis is gonna change the world one day. The nice callback. Cool. Yeah, classic callback. Nice. Dom. Okay, bear with me. I went with, I believe that I interpret the will of the Congress and of the people when I assert that we will not only defend ourselves to the uttermost, but will make it very certain that this form of treachery shall never again endanger us. 
And you're thinking, who said that? Well, that was Franklin D. Roosevelt that said that. (laughs) And it was on the radio uh, (laughs) when Haley was getting changed and Dan interrupted. Uh, And it's a a famous uh, speech that he um, basically read uh, after Pearl Harbor was attacked, which started off their their involvement in the, the Second World War. So... There you go. Well done, FDR. What about Dom, you, my man? <laughs> Dom loves war. Loves history. <laughs> loves war. I love history. Oh, man. Um, I'm going to go with... Uh, sugary enough for you? <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's a good one. Crystal, what was your favorite song of the episode? Uh, Karen's Cafe by Haley James. No Scott. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just Haley James. And Dom? What about you, Dom? I've I've also gone for Karen's Cafe um by Haley. And what about you, mate? Full House, Karen's Cafe by <laughs> Haley. That is a really good song. I liked it's it. Good little tune. Good little tune. It's good. It's good. And last but not least is the precious. Precious. Oh, so precious rating. Crystal, did you have a number in mind before we started this conversation? Yes. And did it increase, decrease, or stay the same? Decreased, just because I am scared to do it. Don't go with what you think's right. Don't be scared. You're in a safe place. We're in. You're in a safe place. <laughs> okay. Dom, same questions. Uh, I had a number, and it's pretty much stayed the same. So yes, and you, Simon. I had a number. I've increased it. Out of fear and pity. <laughs> Out of <laughs> compassion. Um, <laughs> so we will say our numbers after three and then we will debate or they might all be the same. We will see. Ready? Yep. One, two, three, four. Two. Two. Not bad. So that's just so clarify. We had Dom was a two, Crystal was a four, I was a two. That's the lowest ever. Ever so far. Which makes sense, but it's the lowest ever, isn't it? Crystal, would you have actually given it higher had we not been here? <laughs> yeah, I was going for a five. Okay, okay. So Crystal's in the four five ballpark. Okay. And we're in the two ballpark. I was actually going to go with You went one. up one. I yeah. was going to go with one, but I actually I appreciate the production design and the costumes and the everyone that made it happen. Yeah. I appreciate all, all of that. That's the reason I gave it a 2 and the the kind of historical content, I guess, helped. So, yeah, I thought the set designs were fantastic, the costumes, the, you know, everything that was put together was brilliant. So, yeah, really yeah. impressed by that, but that's as far as it went. Um, well, can we? Good, good. 
could we meet in the middle ground of a free? Like Crystal, would you would you go to a free and Dom, would you go to a free? I would. I, I yeah. <laughs> Grudgingly, I'd be willing to go to a three as a nod to some of the kind of intricacies and potential mirror of reality like story that's so like the nathan is going off to play basketball like that kind of element so if that comes true then, then i think this is a good like nod and heads up to you know things that are really going to happen obviously i don't think Peyton's going to get shot but obviously we we have the the symmetry of her getting shot and something hurting in her stomach to then her falling and having a pain there which i've said will either be illness related or possibly pregnancy related maybe you know maybe both um so um i, I just think there's elements that could come true so uh, i'd be willing to go to a three for, for for that reason what about you me go for it? Crystal. Well, I'm happy. Uh, to Crystal go. said yes. Crystal's willing to to drop to our horrendous level. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse oh, me. Bless you. Sorry, I have allergies playing up. Uh, yeah, I'm happy with a free. I think there are elements I like. I think this is an episode, and I never do this. But if I was rewatching, I would skip it. I think because it doesn't hold any significant value to the continuation of the story and so it feels less like filler to me and more like just pause standing still I don't want to stand still I want to move forward I want to continue I want to see what's happening with everyone's storyline so to me it actually feels frustrating so I think I think that's fair I think a free. I think a free is fair. Uh, Crystal, I, I hope that I hope that this hasn't been like punishment. And I, I would love to, or we would love to invite you back in season six for a different episode that's like has more that we're gonna be better about. Oh, that's so sweet. But no, I mean, I, I have heard over the years that everyone does not like this episode. I've. I don't think I've ever found anyone actually does like it, honestly. And I've, I'm on a lot of One Tree Hill pages, and I follow a lot of One Tree Hill pages, and so I, I don't know. I just thought it was neat to see them in another decade, but I understand that it is, you know, not moving the the story along. So, yeah. But could, could we have you back on a di- on different episode? I, I we would we would like that, wouldn't we, Dom? To have, of course, of course. Um, uh, and you can pretty much have your pick. I mean, next week has two people, and episode seventeen has two people. But other than that, we're all down to what. There's a, there's one episode that has no people. Oh, um, come in on that one. So, which is episode eighteen has a gap. If you would like to join on episode eighteen. Um. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll check them out. But yeah. <laughs> so just not. <laughs> See which so just not. Just not the next two. Right. Uh, so not twelve. How many episodes are there? There's twenty-four <laughs> episodes. Twelve is fully booked, and seventeen is fully booked. So you can join 
on any of the others. Time depending, of course, but okay. I mean, like, so you one said of those that has got Tahani, and she's in the UK, so she can join a bit earlier, hopefully. <laughs> okay, so you said that though eighteen, you have nobody, right? A- eighteen is available at the moment. Okay, sounds good. Would that just let me know. Yay! Excellent. Well, okay. Nice. Well, Crystal, thank you. We appreciate your support. I love, I love your love for the fandom, like how I have it as well. I wish I was able to do some of these cool things that you've done. I'm super jealous, but in a healthy way, you know, not in a way that I like hate you. In a way that I, <laughs> I wish, I wish I was doing them too. And it's so cool that you, you know, been to Wilmington so many times, and you met up with carer and other people and and cat right you met up with cat previously and yeah so awesome thank you for coming on and uh yeah it's always a great time thank you you've been amazing as always great thoughts great comments so much fun to have you on and yeah it's amazing to see someone who is that dedicated to the fandom as well that goes to the events the conventions the the filming locations and and really gets like fully involved in it you know still i know a lot of our ravens and a lot of people listening have done all those things but it's like you're still very active with that as well which is just amazing and the fact that you still listen to us too as well which is even better and it, it means so much to us and your time means a lot to us as well so thank you so much for for joining again and look forward to having you on again later on in the season there's not much of it left and then into seven eight and nine but before you go anywhere crystal what accent impression what is Don going to do for our Ravens chart uh, I was thinking Mickey Mouse <laughs> yes Which, <coughs> Dom Dom had a Mickey Mouse famously does he still, still exist he's still there yes he's in the next room mate. Uh, Chucky moved over in the house move as well he's still there keep love him it safe. gotta keep him safe forever yeah Okay, Mickey Mouse, okay. (laughs) 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 Okay, everybody. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) Are you ready, Ravens? Oh, yeah. (laughs) We're going to go Ravens on three. (laughs) One. Uh Uh-huh. Plural, stop that. Two. (laughs) Goofy. And three. Ravens. Ravens.